know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. You know what the difference between your mama and a washing machine is? When I dump a load in the machine, the machine doesn't follow me around for three weeks. <laughs> Good morning. Uh, happy Monday, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. I hope you're doing good. I know you were up dancing. Come on, come on. That's that was a hell of a Monday morning block right there. I mean, I come on. You, you somebody did the electric slide this morning. Don't lie to me. I know somebody was doing it. Um, boy, oh boy, do we have a lot to get to today. Uh, even bigger news. I just we have a, a special guest on tomorrow's show, someone who I, I've been wanting to have on this show for a long, long time because it's somebody who believes in things as strongly as I do. But guess what? We, don't, we do not see eye to eye politically, and we are still great friends. And I mean, we don't see things eye to eye politically. And uh, tomorrow, uh, a, a dear friend will be on the show, starting the show off, and we are just going to go from there. So very, very exciting. Lock that down this morning. Um, this weekend, got to see the movie Sisu. If you didn't see my preview or, or my review or Christopher's, hold on a second. We, we got to get Christopher's music here. Um, yeah. Christopher, great job on the review. Gave it 9 out of 10. I gave it 11 out of 10. That's how badass this movie was. Christopher, great job as always, my man. The one thing that we didn't really talk about yet, but, but, but before I get to that, 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 let me get back to Sisu. If you want a movie where you turn your brain off and you just watch gratuitous violence happen, this is the greatest movie ever. I, I am not going to ruin some of the kill scenes because holy shit. This is me saying that. We've done a Mount Rushmore of the greatest kill scenes. I don't even know. I don't think we did the Mount Rushmore. We didn't break it out. This this one has possibly one in there. Oh my god, Sisu. Eleven out of ten. Fucking movie of the year so far. He makes John Wick and John Rambo look like they were in Brokeback Mountain. Th th this one man. This one man could eviscerate the entire Expendables cast. Sisu. Dude, the shit he does in this movie. I'm sitting there. I walk in the movie theater. It, 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 me and Tommy went, and Tommy felt the same way. We're sitting in there, and I'm watching this, and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> and I don't get surprised by many things anymore. I mean, I go in thinking, okay. But, dude, the things he does. I can't wait for a couple weeks until you guys see it and I can talk about this damn thing. But it's a great movie. The rest of the weekend, was I, I just kind of laid low. Just really laid low. Relaxed a lot this weekend. A very, very good weekend. So uh, there you go. Let's say some good mornings, uh, shall we? First one here today with Swoosh. Says, morning, ass family in Dr. States. Home from Palm Desert Golf Trip. That's always a great time. God, dog. Oh. 
Uh, fun times, but 107-degree weather is not fun to golf in, no. Now, now Palm Desert is just Palm Springs, right? Do you go to, is Moose McGillicuddy still down there or whatever that big golf bar is where they, they have all the uh, golf bags on the walls? That's phenomenal golf down there. Yeah, top notch. Played down there a couple times. It was fantastic. Hockey player says, uh, happy Monday, ass family. Well, happy Monday to you as well, my friend. Oh, my lucky stars. The one and only Braddy Kid is in the house. Did you just poop and then get into bed without underwear on? No, I did not do that. I would never do anything like that. Now, come on. Uh, She says, good morning. House Payne says, good morning, ass family. Happy 1st of May. It's gonna be May. You didn't think I'd miss that, did you now? Come on. It's gonna be May. Uh, oh, looky here. We, we got special good mornings to say to this person right here. Hold on a second. There you go. We rise. Good morning to you. Uh, Ass family, I need you to take all your good vibes today. I need you to send all your good vibes to Oklahoma. I mean, it'll fight through all the crud and shit in Oklahoma, but it's got to get to a rise. She's she's way, way under the weather. I want to say what it is, but she's way, way, way where she's in one of the buildings that, that has a lot of beds. Go in there and, and send your good vibes to a rise way. She needs it this morning. So there you go, Arised. I, I hope you're feeling better, and I hope that at least brought a small smile to your face. Uh, let's see next one up here. Oh, looky there. Good morning, Brother Arn and Ass family. It's my hump day, and that school in Norman continues to slurp all male sexual organs. Indeed. Oh, and the Dallas Cowboys drafted the best defensive player on the Longhorns. Demarion Overshawn is a Cowboy. Woo! I finally have somebody to really root for. Oh. Football season can't get here fast enough, man. Every day. Every day. I see my brand new Ricky Williams jersey. I've got it hanging in my room. Every day I see it. I cannot wear it until the first game of the season, though. Can't wait. I'm ready. Let's go, September. Let's get here. Stinkfist says, good morning, ass. A's get win number six and dubs win. Great weekend. Yeah, sorry, Kings fans. Oh, boy, you guys shit the bed yesterday. I, I Look, I turned the game on late because I was watching the Rangers dismantle the New York Yankees. Woo! Taking three out of four from the big club. Hey, now, putting a 15-2 to two on them yesterday? Hot damn! Woo! Is all I got to say about that. Man, oh, man, that was a good series. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um... I turned on the Kings. Hey, hey, how about you do this one thing? Hey, Kings, rebound. <laughs> Maybe. 
I don't know. Uh, you, you, you lost that in the third and fourth quarter when you didn't get one fucking rebound. And, and maybe drive the hole a couple times, pick up the fouls like they did, instead of just kicking it out and shooting from half court all game. That was awful. That was terrible. Oh, that, that just, that sucked. Uh, let's see. Swoosh can't uh, hear this song without thinking about the replacements. Darren says, good morning, ass family. Ah, oh, looky there, looky there. My main man, Mage, is all up in the house. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato. Round yeah. here, we speak American. Okay, bud? Mate says, good morning, ass. Nay, I G, every time I hear I will survive, I think of the football movie, The Replacements. Oh, yeah. Fred says, morning, y'all. Hey, Fred, uh, happy belated anniversary to you and Christine. I officiated that wedding via Zoom. I did that. Yeah, that's right. I am in charge of that. So, uh, uh, happy anniversary to y'all. Um, Stinkfist says, AOC. <laughs> no. Good morning, ass family. I was doing the truffle shuffle. Very nice. There you boy, stack hard. Chazman says, morning, ass family. Let's kick this week off some great ass. Yeah, Dylan Mulvaney, Adele. God damn it, Adele already shitting in the damn screen moves on me. I hate when the damn screen moves on me. Shit. Damn screen, stop moving on me. Hello. Yes, hello. How are you? Super duper. It's me. I know it's you. I was no. wondering no. if after no. all these years you'd like No. I don't want to meet you. I'm going to cut you off there. Uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, Buenos dias, Ogre. Derek says, well, good morning, ass family. Good morning, Derek. How are you, my friend? Becca! Becca! I've been trying to get on this on my iPhone, but no sound comes, so I made it on my Android. Boo, Monday. Yeah, that sucks. Fucking Mondays. I swear to God. They're terrible. Hangtown Jen is in the house! She says, happy Monday, ass. Well, I do declare it is time for another poop word of the day. Today, ladies and gentlemen, instead of saying you're going to go take a poop, just say you're going to go make a lemonade float. A lemonade float. That is fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Jen, how you doing? Oh, man, I got to wait till next weekend to see Sizu. My son did all his chores and homework with zero complaint and been promising to see Dungeons and Dragons. It's okay. Take him to see Sizu. It'll be a great father-son bonding moment. <laughs> uh, I want to stream it somewhere, but Netflix, Amazon, and YouTube don't have it yet. No. Mrs. Stackar, uh, listening, but acting like she's not. Well, hey there, Mrs. Stackar. How you doing? Uh, the horse. Uh, yes, Palm Desert is Palm Springs area. Sanchez family says, hey, now, need good vibes. Wife's in surgery. There you go. Hey, good vibes going to you, too. Arise, you can get through uh, syphilis. <laughs> Send your best wishes to Oklahoma. They need it before Arise. Uh, healing vibes out to Arise. Uh, Tim and Nicole, gallbladder removed Saturday, and then they got to get another stone out of my duck today, so no fun. Yeeks. I thought you were having a baby. Didn't know you were trying to get all dramatic and all feel better. Uh, KT, that great of weekend. Couldn't get a, a kiss before that raping we took yesterday. Yeah, look, look, the, the Yankees are in one of these stages right now. Guess you have 27 championships. Enjoy the 27 championships. 
There's some of us who were one strike away from our first championship, and we didn't get it. And we still don't have it. And every single year is a rebuilding year. Every year of my life has been a rebuilding year. You don't, look, 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 look. This is why I understand Cleveland Brown fans. Every year is terrible for them. They can't be the mighty Cowboy fan that I am. Shitty colleges, you can't be Longhorns fans. Why? Because we're the chosen few. And the Yankees are just, they, 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 and the Cardinals are going through it too right now. I can imagine everybody in St. Louis has fucking got guns. They're brushing their teeth with 38s today. It's okay. It's okay. You'll live. You'll see tomorrow. And by the way, you're still the Yankees. You are still the Yankees. The second most valuable sports franchise to my beloved Dallas Cowboys. Just always remember that. Um, (laughs) I remember removal surgery. The recovery wasn't fun, but I couldn't stand up straight for a week. Uh, hopefully your house didn't get destroyed by that tornado. Morning, y'all. Uh, serve Sacramento right. Bandwagon fans. They're not bandwagon fans. Uh, good to me. Uh, gold, you mean like bandwagon warrior fans when they started winning. He did. Thank you, sir. Uh, everyone has bandwagon fans. Arnie has one for one in weddings. <laughs> Don't make him over two, Fred. Uh, Steph says, hello from the dead. Ended up at the EMT tent with my SPO2 at 83. Vomiting, numb extremities, inability to walk, set six new PRs and hit my new personal records and hit my time goal for a half marathon yesterday, but not at all worth it. Oh, my God. See? See, this is why I say when I wake up in the morning, there is no greater pleasure than knowing I do not have to work out today. No, no, I I wake up and I think to myself, I don't have to run. I don't have to lift weights. Am I grossly out of shape? Absolutely. Am I okay with it? For shizzle. You know why? Because if I wasn't, I would have to be doing that. And that is painful. Good Lord. Numb extremities. No. If I want numb extremities, I'm tying myself off and shooting up heroin. Man, oh, man. I hope you feel better. (laughs) Uh, One of these stages, it's been 14 fucking years. 14 years. Jen, it's been 14 years. Um, Let let, let me me share something with you, Jen. It's been 50 years. I saw the Rangers play in their initial season in Arlington when I was a baby. I was not yet even one. I have bled Ranger red and blue my entire life. 50 years, and we've only been to the series twice. 14 years? I can do that standing on my damn head. Hell, it's been 27 years since the goddamn Cowboys won a Super Bowl, and I'm still fucking pissed about that. But it's okay. You'll make it through, I promise. I mean, I'm trying to feel good for you and your Rangers, but damn, that hurts. I love when Yankees and Laker fans bemoan the whooping of, for five or six years that they've been in a championship series. That must suck having a rafter full of pennants, huh? 
<laughs> 27 championships the last four thanks to their farm system, the Oakland A's. Oh, man. All right. All right. 10-10, do not recommend. I was blue. Oh, my gosh. Dear Jesus, Steph, I was reading uh, that thinking poor girl got diphtheria or scurvy, not runner's aches. Dear Lord, that's commitment. Don't even understand. Amen to that. I don't understand either. But, hey, that's what you want to do, and you do it. Um, this weekend, there's a big old story coming out of the great state of Texas here, and I got a question. I got a question. What in the blue fuck is a Mexican national? I'd like to know, are, 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 are we dumbing up the works here? See, when I hear the phrase, uh, other country national, I go back to Lethal Weapon and the Cougarans. Remember that? I have diplomatic immunity. That's national. This guy is nothing more than a twice-deported illegal fucking alien. Now, if you want to call me racist for that, fucking stand in line behind everybody who wants to call me every goddamn name in the book, and I don't care. The story is, is that this Mexican national, Odelay, had himself a nice time and shot up a family, including an eight-year-old. Killed him. And he's still on the loose. Arnie is a Charger fan. It must suck not getting that championship after 26 years. Wish I knew what that felt like. See? See, exactly. Um, this... Uh, I'm not surprised. He he did this shooting in um, it, pretty rural Texas. Uh, not a lot of law enforcement is going to get that. And and this is a guy who's been deported not once but twice because he's illegal and he's not a he's not a national. He's an illegal alien. He's a felon and now he's a murderer, including a kid murderer. So of course he's going to be on the loose. The FBI is doing their damnedest to find this guy. But I would like I would like for someone to say it besides me, but I'll say it. And why do I say this stuff? Why do I say this stuff? It, it, I'll just say it. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. Ever notice how you come across somebody once in a while that you shouldn't have fucked with? That's me. Yeah, it is me. It is me. The blood is on the hands of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Stackhar says check Mexico. Oh, I guarantee you he's there now. No extradition. Got back over the border. No problem. Killed five people. No big deal. FBI can't find him. Law enforcement out there in, uh, down in East Texas and South Texas can't find him. He's gone. By the way, he'll be back. He'll be back. I, I, I think it's wonderful. Maybe, maybe if he comes back. I got a really awesome story sent to me um, by Alicia. We talked about this bill uh, a few weeks ago. The California Senate Public Safety Committee have passed a bill that would allow some of the state's worst criminals the opportunity to become eligible for parole. These criminals are murderers who have killed multiple people or were convicted of murder in addition to rape. 
robbery, torture, and kidnapping. The court couldn't less than the convicted murderer sentence or even invalidate the or or could even in, invalidate the conviction and impose judgment on a less severe offense if the court decides that the offender deserves a second chance. What about the person they killed? Where's their second chance? Hmm. Hmm. Where's their second chance? Why is this person that took a life getting a second chance when the person's life they took, they don't get a second chance? They don't get to tag back in? I am sick and tired of trying to to have conversations with people, especially about the judicial system. When they, 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 stat, they, they say these terrible, terrible numbers, and I love it, because I, I, I like to tell them the truth, because that's what I like to do. Um, when they say, well, uh, only 16% of the population in America is African-American, yet 60% of the prisons are filled with African-Americans. Well, that's because they committed crimes, and they got caught. You see, I'm very surprised at this story, this this Mexican national, I'm sorry, this illegal alien. I'm very surprised at this story. Do you know why we have an overcrowding problem in prison right now? Do you know why? Do you, th- th- this, is, this is amazing, and I'm going to say this, and you're going to be blown away by me saying this. The reason why we have an overcrowding problem in jail is because Police are doing their jobs. That's why. There is so much, this one word alone is the reason why there are so many people in jail. Technology, technology, technology. Back in the old days, you had to look closely at the fingerprints and you couldn't tell. Now they have computer programs and they can separate blood, and they can get DNA, and they've got closed camera TVs everywhere, and they have face recognition software, and they have all this kind of stuff. That's why people get caught. It ain't, and and let me say this right now. Police do catch them, but it's not due to the due diligence of hard-ass police work. There is hard-ass police work that goes involved, but technology plays a gigantic role in it. Swoosh, you said the next thing. Why are they bitching so much? Build more prisons. Build more prisons. I'm okay with it. I read Lori Lightfoot is now begging Governor Wheels to stop sending immigrants to the majestic city of Chicago. Well, former mayor. Uh, we just need more Sicarios on the street. They're an underrepresented minority, obviously. Just a system of bail and release, and the incarceration is so fucking broken in this country. There's a serial arsonist here in Albuquerque who keeps getting released by pussy judges, and guess what? He keeps setting fucking houses on fire. None of them are saying, fuck you, no bail. You're staying behind bars. Use death penalty. Get rid of these unfixable criminals. 
I say if illegal immigration uh, uh, is con- uh, convicted of crime, they should serve their time in a prison that is representative of the prison system in their country, near third world conditions. They don't get to go to prison in these luxury facilities we have here. Bravo. Well said. Hold up. How can there be that many black people in jail? I thought cops were racist who killed all blacks. I know, right? The system is fucked up. Look, 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 look. That's the understatement of understatements ever on this show. We have, we have, I mean, you don't have to be, and, and this isn't a political thing. You just have to see this with your own eyes. We have seen liberal donors, a.k.a. George Soros, fund a lot of these campaigns. And by the way, a lot of times, it's though that's the thing that gets that candidate over. Nobody knows anything about a district attorney in town, really. Have you ever looked into the district attorney? Maybe some of you have, but but majority of people haven't. But you know who they vote for? The person they see the most. And that's where the advertising dollars come in. And we have seen these people, they let bad people go. And then there's stories about good people who are protecting other people's businesses that they keep in there. And you're sitting there going, wait a second, why didn't they get no bail? Why does he have to be bailed out? Lady Justice is no longer wearing a blindfold. Lady Justice has got fucking binoculars out now. That's how unblind that bitch has turned. Uh, Cowboys girl, oh, hold on a second here. Let's 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 do this correctly here. Even though you are tardy, uh, I don't care. Um, good morning, ass family. We're not gonna bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. No, no, we are not going to do that. Uh, sorry, I'm tardy. No worries. Oh my gosh, holy shit! Look at the other one there. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo. Good morning, Alicia. Who she says this is her Friday. She's excited. Very, very good. Um, Ogre says justice system is no longer blindly saying you're guilty. This is your sentence. Now it's altered by skin color, DAs, liberal judges, media coverage, and brainless protest. It's like their fucking power-up cards are being played, some liberal video game. In the last segment of today's show, it's pretty early on in that segment, I have a story that completely defines this. Oh, for fuck's sake. I can't handle the amount of stupidity that's presenting itself to me today. It's gonna be May. It is May. It is. Today's May 1st. By the way, by the way, it was this year. It was on this day in 1991. Ricky Henderson became the all-time stolen base leader. Whoop-de-doo. And Nolan Ryan threw his final no-hitter against Toronto Blue Jays. It happened today, May 1st, 1991. Just remember you heard that here. Um, Voting, stop picking the incumbents when you're unhappy with what's going on. That's a great idea. All right, so this jackass is still, I guess, on the loose. I haven't seen anything if they've caught this Mexican national, whatever the fuck that is. Um, by the way, um, this is, this should, uh, I, I, I mean, honestly, what? You, you're, 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 you're kidding me. Surprise, surprise, surprise. 
Jeffrey Epstein's uh, private calendar revealed planned meetings with Obama administration officials and the head of the CIA. Golly. Now, I wonder why nobody's been arrested. Hmm. Jeffrey Epstein's newly revealed private calendar. Woo, way to give it to us. Showed schedule meetings with the current CIA director, a college president, and an attorney who served in the Obama administration. Y'all, 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 y'all done? I, I, I mean, are we all done with all the bullshit of saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe he didn't kill himself? Did he meet with the CIA director to get a poison pill and take that like Mission Impossible? And then they changed plans and hung him instead? Oh, swoosh. I I wonder, you know know how I always say on the show that, that COVID is our JFK? I wonder if this this Jeffrey Epstein thing is just a narrative on the side so we don't pay attention to what really happened with COVID because we're all upset with this, and rightfully so. He was raping young girls. I mean, sorry. Sorry, I don't mean to, to make that, you know, a small point. He was raping young girls. Oh, and older men, powerful men, were also raping young girls. Are we going to get this in another 10, 15 years when all these fucking guys start croaking off because they're old? It will be highly redacted. But people say, well, we got the list, kind of. guy named Joe's on there. Looks like his last name has five letters, starts with a B, ends with an N, but we can't read it. Personally, I think I think the the whole Epstein thing. I think the Epstein thing is a, a mass cover up because they knew what they were going to do with COVID. That's what I think. But I'm a conspiracy theorist because it does warrant the level of comparing to JFK as well. Speaking of COVID, Fauci was blaming the public for the pandemic. You know, I, I'm honestly surprised. It, it Maybe I'm surprised, and I'll tell you the truth because that's what I do. Um, a little disappointed that an American hasn't taken a shot at him yet. I'm not calling for it. No, 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 no. I don't want anybody to think that I'm, I'm saying that. I'm just surprised it hasn't happened. I mean, you think of it, if it weren't for Anthony Fauci saying, you know, flatten the curve, maybe your business would have stayed open longer. Maybe you'd still be fine today. Maybe you didn't lose your savings. Maybe your kid didn't go fucking all inward and and change who they are because they needed the socialness of school. I'm just saying I'm surprised. Very surprised. 
glad, if any law enforcement is listening, glad that nobody's done that, but kind of surprised. I mean, maybe you have some disgruntled baseball fans that say, hey, I, we, want, we want a doctor watching our country that can throw a fucking ball. You, you know, I, I'm just saying. But it would be wrong. Don't get da, 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 da. I, I'm saying it would be wrong. I frown on it. I poo-poo it. But I'm just surprised. Um, this weekend, uh, I'm not going to spend much time on this. Um, the top highlights of the White House Correspondents' Dinner. You see, this is where the 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 media gets together, correspondents from all over. And what happens is the president comes out and he opens up his pants and he puts his balls on a platter and everybody comes by and licks him. No, that's not it. That 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 oh that's that's afterwards. Oh, okay. This is where they come up there and they pretty much all that they used to be a roast that the president would roast the media. And now it's turned into the president roasting people politically who aren't the uh, very famous one, um, George W. Bush. He was doing the correspondence dinner and Ozzy Osbourne was there and he mentioned that. Now this is just a roast on anybody who's conservative. That's all it is. Um, they took shots at Tucker Carlson, of course, because he wasn't there. Um, nobody said anything about dumbass Joe. I, I, I mean, if, if I would have come out there, I would have just had a fucking gag reel playing saying. When I was coming up as a kid, you know, cops were learned to, you know, required to learn to shoot to kill. We well, ought to be able to shoot to stop. How could I be the president of the United States of America? More than half the women in my cabinet, more than, more than half the people in my cabinet, more than half the women in, the, in my administration are women. We have a thousand billionaires in America. You know the average tax rate they pay? Eight, E-I-G-H percent. How could I be 8%. the president of the United States of America? Let me start off with two words. Made in America. So the best way to get something done if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. Keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust, horror of the Holocaust. That was the biggest load of crap I've ever heard. And, and, and you know what? I could play all those sound clips and none of those people would laugh. They would be in shock. How dare you say anything about this patriot? If I ever hear anybody call Joe Biden a patriot, I might slap him in the fucking mouth. Gee, I'm guessing Joe would never mention calling black people cockroaches and savages. No, no, this one. Corn Pop was a bad dude. There you go. That would be a good stick, uh, segment for the show. Dr. Arnie's top five people we want to punch in the face this week. I, maybe we could do that. Yeah, anybody who calls Joe Biden a patriot. What a, and he did something. He embraced the dark Brandon meme, and by doing that, he put sunglasses on. Joe Biden, Joe Biden is that overactive parent that tried. He he tries to be that cool parent. You know, you know the one that tries to learn the dances, the one that that, that tries to learn the handshakes and what's cool and what's in. Even though he's so out of the loop, 
That's Joe Biden. That, that's totally Joe Biden. I, gar- I will say this right now. I, I, I promise you this. I guarantee. Joe Biden still uses the phrase colored. I, I'm, I'm just telling you that right now. I can feel, as someone who uses that phrase sometimes, because I find it to be completely hysterical, um, he uses that. He, Joe Biden uses that word. Maybe he doesn't go all the way to the hard R or even the A. But, yeah, he, he, I, he, I bet you he's used quite a few of those words. I'm just saying. Oh, man. All right. Let's see here. Um, where are we going? Oh, Mayorkas. Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Alejandro Mayorkas. Inclusivity. On Sunday, blamed Congress for not doing more to help with the growing migrant crisis and claimed the Biden administration is doing everything it can with a, quote, broken immigration system. Well, Mr. Secretary... Let me ask you a simple question. Who broke the system? Stinkfist says my nieces are half black and my old Mexican mother still says colored. It's fucking hilarious. We all just say, whoa, 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 mom. Oh, you know he says that. Can you get my colored VP here? I need to work on a press statement for my colored dyke cow. I just pictured Biden wearing parachute pants and Air Jordans and trying to bond with Bo and Hunter. Hey, Jill, tell that colored girl we need to get her a press statement. That's a person of color. Yeah, a person of color, sir. Oh, I totally see that. Um, I love how they say, oh, we, we, the, the, the immigration system was broken. Well, no, actually it wasn't. We weren't letting in millions of people by the quarter. I think the big number at the time was something like 16 million illegal aliens were in America. Now, that's not in one year. That was just over time. Literally, the first, the first month of this year, over a million people crossed. Um, to be clear, to be clear, my nieces think it's hilarious, too. Nice. Um, he, he, he claims that the U.S. border is secure, and I'm just going to say, um, uh, I, I'm, I'm adding to these sound effects, too. Hold on a second if I can find them. Um, that was bullshit. Warning, warning, bullshit alert. I got, I got a new bullshit that I'm working on trying to get onto the show, so lots of new sound effects coming up. Which one did I find today? Oh, I found this one. It's gonna be me. I like that one. That one, that that one, I like a lot. I like that one. Not as much as I. Th- this one, I have to say, this sound effect. 
There's three gods in Texas. The Almighty Self, Arnie States, That's me. Buster Welch, and George Strait. Yep. You just met one of them. That's me. That's right here. So um, they're claiming that the border is, is, is secure. Well, okay. Um, why is it that we're searching now for a Mexican national who murdered five people in the great state of Texas? If it's so secure, wouldn't we catch him if he was going back over it? Oh, that's right, we wouldn't. I mean, is it opposite day every day? I know I asked the other day if I was in a coma. Is it opposite day every day? Do, Do they not realize we can see what's happening? And they tell us these things? See, this goes back to the whole law enforcement thing of why people are in prison, why they get caught. First of all, first of all, the reason why criminals get caught, criminals aren't that smart. They aren't. They can be crafty. They can be shifty. They can be uh, um, nifty, whatever. But they aren't smart. They're breaking the law. That's not smart. Smart people don't do that. So that's one, that's one thing that factors in. Secondly, what factors in is that we have eyes everywhere. In this world of 24-hour news cycles, it's funny to watch movies like Anchorman 2 for the satirical, satirical part of that movie where nobody believed CNN when CNN first started. Hell, Lois and what's her name? Lois and Clark from fucking Sacramento took over CNN. Nobody believed in CNN. Now we have fucking CNN, MSNBC, NBC, not 24 hours necessarily news, Fox News, all these different news companies. Why? We have cameras everywhere. Cameras, 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 cameras. You can't go anywhere without being on a camera somewhere. Front door cameras, backup cameras, they're everywhere. They catch everything. So I would say to Mr. Mayorkas, are there no cameras on the border? Because we've been seeing the fucking mass migration, the illegal migration that you've allowed to happen. Well, it's secure. No, it's not. Stop. Why are you lying? Are you lying because you want to save your job? I mean, I'll respect you if you answer that, yes, I am. I'm trying to save my job. I would, I would, I would completely respect that answer. You're going to lose your job, but at least I respect you. And by the way, uh, Mr. Mayorkas, I am your fucking boss. I'm an American citizen. You're fired. Biden is an ostrich, head in the sand, reading talking points all the time. You question him, he's going to be tough Joe and tell you to check the polls, Jack. Yeah, he's been deported two or three times. Yes, he's been deported twice, yet he comes back over the border. Why? Because we have a secure border, according to Secretary Mayorkas. I swear to God. I swear to God. He's retarded. This is. That's what it has to be. We're not progressing. We're retarding. Uh-oh. Retard alert. Retard alert. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. Becca. I mean, seriously. 
do the, do they think we don't pay attention? There's a lot of people that don't pay attention. I, I agree. Yes, absolutely. That's why we only get, what, 150 million people to vote. Not even half the country votes. Oh, I saw a video the other day. Oh, Jesus. No, I didn't save it. It's these two young fellas. They look like they're about, I guess they're 18, but they look like they're about 16 and 17. And they're talking about how they hate conservatives, they're Gen Z, and how they're paying attention and gun control and gun issues. And, and, and uh, you know, I, I, I'm talking tomorrow to a good friend of mine who we don't see eye to eye. It's going to be a long, intensive conversation, too. Uh, he sent me a story about how Americans are favoring gun control, and I've got a lot of questions to ask him about that and what he thinks about that. Uh, we will talk about the trans. Uh, by the way, we've got a whole segment of trans stuff coming up next. But he and I are going to talk about the trans issue and where he stands on that, and it's a very, very interesting stance, something that I have talked about on this show. But that's tomorrow, because he pays attention. I know that y'all pay attention. You guys send me the, a lot of stories. I know that you guys are paying attention. And this is why you guys got to go out and vote, and you have to get people who are like-minded like you to go out and vote and change these things. It, it, it truly, truly amazes me. Truly amazes me. Um, where are we going next? Um, let's get Jesus. Oh boy, the good Reverend Al Sharpton. So, in the words. Of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R E S P I C T. Idiot. Um, good old pastor uh, Al Sharpton, or Reverend, or whatever he wants, Bishop. He's the head of the National Action Network, a nonprofit civil rights activism group. Nonprofit, my ass has warned it will mobilize against McDonald's unless the fast food company addresses accusations of racial discrimination. Al. Al, 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 Al. Rev, Bishop, Sir. Hooded member of the Knights of the Round Table. I, I don't know why you want me to address you, moron. How is McDonald's racist when just two months ago, one, two, they were running a campaign featuring which was some member of the Migos, and his wife, Cardi B. Oh, in a national campaign. Now, now, if you're a racist company, you're not going to try and use a national campaign using black people. 
I mean, look, 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 Budweiser learned the hard way trying to use somebody they shouldn't have used. And they've lost about $8 billion. But you see, McDonald's on the other side. <laughs> Imagine the spelling bee of Al Sharpton and Joe Biden. Oh, I'd pay top dollar for that. Everything is racist, Christopher. The white clouds in the sky next to the dark ones are racist, too. This, this is amazing to me. Wasn't it McDonald's just, what, 10, 15 years ago? Claimed to be um, uh, um, stereotyping people and putting McDonald's in low-income neighborhoods because people would go there rather than going to the grocery store. You remember that whole facade of them trying to open these fresh air markets and give fresh fruits and vegetables to people who lived in the hood? And what did those people do in, in the hood? They would walk past the, the food, the, the fresh vegetables and shit on their way to McDonald's. McDonald's provides tons and tons of jobs to people of every ethnicity. McDonald's is one of the most liberal companies out there. Now, I'm not here to say they're a wonderful company, that they're great or anything. I like their food. I've always liked their food. I had the greatest Egg McMuffin of my life last week. The, the muffins were burnt perfectly enough. And they didn't put the ham and cheese on the same side to where I, Bubba got the ham because ham is disgusting. And my hash brown sat in there perfectly. Oh, it was, it was glorious. I haven't had a McMuffin in forever. It was fucking fantastic. And do you know who served me? A black woman. You know who took my money? A black man. Now, if it's a racist company, why are they hiring so many people of color? Isn't that weird? What this is, is a shakedown. This is Al Sharpton saying, ooh, I need some money in my nonprofit civil rights group, the National Action Network, and who am I going to go after? I'm going to go after a big dog here. Of course, he's accusing them of being racist when your entire race uh, DR. The reason for being is to fix racism. You need to keep finding or creating it. Why do cities keep tearing up streets and let them sit unfixed? Guaranteed budget. Why do lawmakers sniff out class action cases, put on TV ads, giving themselves business? People like Al Sharpton know that racism is headed for extinction on its own, but they need to continue it and keep their financial schemes running. Very, very true. When Camel Newport did it wrong. NASA is racist for not discovering black-colored planets. Only the light-colored ones. <laughs> I, I, I just find it so amusing. I, I, I find all of this so very, very amusing. And sad. Sad that this is our country. That, that's the part that I'm, I'm the most sad. That it's happening to our country and it's happening to us, and we're allowing this to happen because, well, too many people rule with feelings, and and, and feelings is the the name of the game now. 
even though we don't play with feelings. Rule number three is fuck your feelings on this show. It's about consistency. It's about logic. If you put those two things together, you'll realize a lot of things. I'm not saying that to promote my own brand or toot my own horn, because I will toot my own horn. You guys know I toot my own horn more than anybody. But I promise you, if you look at things logically and you use consistency in your life, your life will be so much better. I promise you. Logic. If it's raining outside, I may need a coat. You put a coat on. Non-logic would be, oh, it's raining outside. That means it's racist. And that's our world. Last story is out of Oregon. Because Oregon, I I, I don't know. What, what do you think? Who will self-destroy faster? Which West Coast state? Will it be California? Will it be Oregon? Or will it be Washington State? Washington State, who recently has passed two bills, taking away uh, what they call assault rifles, even though they haven't defined what that is yet. Uh, but they're taking those away. Also, the state of Washington, if you disagree with your children, get sexual reassignment surgery, your kids could be taken away from you. Both state bills, look them up. I'm not making this up. And yes, we will talk transgenders in the next segment. Then you have California, where people are pooping and peeing in the streets. They're talking about releasing murderers back onto the streets. And then there's Oregon. Not a very big state. Portland pretty much runs that state. Well, Portland's running itself into the ground. We have homeless encampments set up in suburban areas. Open-air drug markets, check. Riots against the police on a daily basis, check. And then this one. An Oregon-based homeless advocate is sounding the alarm about a proposed bill that would decriminalize camping in public spaces. House Bill 3501, commonly known as the Right to Rest Act. Ogre, um, can you find for me in the Bill of Rights where it says we have the right to rest? Uh, If you can find that for me, I'd appreciate it. Um, The Right to Rest Act would allow persons experiencing homelessness... This is not like a trip on acid. You're not experiencing anything. You are homeless. To use public spaces in the same manner as any other person without discrimination based on their housing status. Let me go dot, dot, com. And nope, you don't have the right to rest. No. Uh... Swoosh says, it'll be California. We have Newsom, Pelosi. When the last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook in it. And Feinstein. No shit. So, so like, you know, your sidewalk. The sidewalk in front of your house, you know how that, that belongs to the city? That's a public space. I want you to think about this. As long as you're not driving, do me a favor. I want you to do this. As long as you're not driving, close your eyes. 
want you to think about a beautiful spring morning that you wake up. Maybe you're going out. Maybe you still get the newspaper. Maybe you're checking to see if the sprinkler system's working. You wake up, put on your bathrobe, start the coffee, and you get that smell in the house, that morning smell, that coffee smell. There's also another smell that's going around. And you're like, I don't know about this. And you're like, where's this smell coming from? You're walking around the house, you're trying to figure it out. Did, did, is there a dead animal in here? Is, is there something going on? And then you go to your front door, and you open your front door. And as you gaze upon your neighborhood, your street, the place that you saved and saved and saved for, and you bought this home, and this is going to be your home for the next 20 to 30 years. And you've bought this home and you use everything, all the sweat equity that you have. Everything you do is for this home because you love it. And you have a family in this home. Let's say you got a couple kids upstairs. And you open that front door and you look out and you have a bum set up on your sidewalk with a tent a shopping cart, maybe a bucket that they shit in, and that's right in front of your house. And this new bill says you can't do anything about it. All public spaces. Well, I never see non-homeless people using sidewalks as a house, so that means the homeless can either, uh, the wording that bill could be used either way. Round up every homeless person in America, give them a pack of seeds, a gallon of water, a sleeping bag, and a tent, uh, and a one-way ticket to some canyon. Fuck you, you fucked up life. Stop dragging everyone else down. Isn't that an amazing bill? Fuck you. And, and, and by the way, I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat. What do I always say on this show? There's only one thing and one color that matters in this country, and that's green. And when your property value goes way, way down, and your neighbor's property value goes way, way down, you're going to start people. You're going to start seeing people kind of lose their, their, their feelings for the homeless. We have that here. Uh, his name is called Bubba Earl. Yeah. I can water my fucking lawn. Yeah. Well, you can. And if you get them wet, I imagine that would be a crime. They, they would look at you as assault. Remember? Hey, hey, Sawyer's dad, I agree with you. I don't want you to think I'm coming after you, but they, there was a story down in the Bay Area. And everybody thought it was so horrible, and the, the guy got arrested and, and was, was, was charged with assault, which I found to be fucking comical. But he's the guy who owns an art gallery there, and he has to hose down the fucking sidewalk from where all the homeless people shit on it. Well, sure enough, a homeless gal came up there and started yelling at him and doing something, and he sprayed her in the face. Well, that's assault. It was a public street. I don't think it's assault. I think he's just trying to clean up the shit. Ask Governor Abbott to round him up and put him on a plane to China. Uncle Eddie out in front says, to you, the shitter's full. Merry Christmas, Shedder's full. No, oh, you got to love Cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie was so great. All right, phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler as well. 
Oh, boy, are we going to jump into it next? Oh, man. I, I, literally, I just, that's what I have to say. I just have to say, oh, man. That's all. Bartender, I really did it this time. Broke my parole to have a good time. When I got home, it was 6 a.m. The door was locked, so I kicked it in. She was tripping on the bills. I think she was high on some pills. She threw my things out into the yard. Then she called me a bum and slapped me real hard. And in my drunken stupor, I did what I should have never done. Now I'm sitting here talking to you, drunken on Crashed that Chevrolet and then stepped away You know, Mo, I'll probably get ten years So just give me beers till they get here Yeah, I know the sun is coming up And y'all are probably getting ready for closing up But I'm trying to drown my soul I'm tired of this life on a dirt road And everything that I love is gone And I'm tired of hanging on She got me sitting at a bar on the inside Waiting for my ride on the outside She stole my heart in the trailer park So I jacked the keys to her father's car And crashed that Guess it was meant to be Romance is misery So much for memories And now I'm headed to the penitentiary See me on TV The next cop series I am a danger I guess I should've did something about my anger But I never learned Real things that don't concern I pour kerosene on everything I love And watch it burn I know it's my fault But I wasn't happy it was over She threw a fit so I crashed her daddy's nose Cause I know just what I'm gonna do I start to spend my 
money calling everybody honey and wind up singing the blues i've spent my whole paycheck on some old wreck brother i can name you a few well i gotta get drunk and i sure do dread it cause i know just what i'm gonna do i gotta get drunk I can't stay sober, there's a lot of good people in town That like to hear me holler, see me spend my dollars And I wouldn't think of letting them down There's a lot of doctors that tell me That I better start slowing it down But there's more old drunks than they are old doctors So I guess we better have another round Well now, I gotta get drunk and I sure do dread it Cause I know just what I'm gonna do I start to spend my Calling everybody honey and wind up singing the blues. I spend my whole paycheck on some old wreck. Brother, I could name you a few. Well, I gotta get drunk and I sure do dread it, cause I know just what I'm gonna do. Jimmy Day.
down I just mean he could stand to hit the treadmill every once in a while. Jesus, man, you ever hear of a salad? No? All right. The Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. I'm really looking forward to tomorrow's show. Um, good friend of mine is going to be on who uh, he and I do not see eye to eye politically on a lot of issues. We're going we're gonna to hash out a lot of stuff tomorrow. He's been wanting to come on the show for a while. And, 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 and I know how conservative my show is, but I'm going to give him the time, and I'm going to call him out, and I'm going to ask the hard questions. I will ask him the question. This is someone I know voted for Joe Biden. I'd like to know how America is better in 2023 than it was in 2020. When, when when Donald Trump was there. I'd like to know that. I'm going to ask him that and a whole slew of other questions. And the thing about my friend is he is a liberal, but not a progressive. And I've been telling you guys this for about the last year, that there is a big, big divide in the D- Democratic Party right now between liberals and progressives. The progressives are the AOCs, the crazy people of the world. Liberals are like the Bill Mars of the world, who we, we still don't agree with a lot of times when it comes to things. But, man, they make so much more sense than the progressives. We're going to talk about that. And by the way, by the way, the Republicans will go down that exact same road. Now, I'm sure that people will call them the the regular Republicans, conservatives, and then you'll have the neo-Republicans because everybody wants to call use the word neo because that the brings up Nazi. So we'll call them that. But it hasn't gotten that far yet. MAGA-Republicans are just conservatives that, that speak, in my opinion. And we will talk about this next subject as well. Liberal presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has voiced his opposition. Mm, Ooh, wow, that's pretty cool. A wham. Happy birthday, Joe Murphy. I did not realize today's Joe's birthday. I didn't know it was Joe's birthday today. Joe, if you're listening. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear. Joe Murphy. Happy birthday to oh, we'll, 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 you. We'll celebrate it with the other one on, on Thursday when Joe's here. 
Um, getting back to this story, uh, Robert F. Kennedy has voiced his opposition to biological males participating in female sports. What? Someone from the left side has a pair of balls and decided to say something about that? So far, 21 states have banned transgender females from participating in girls' and women's sports. You have that with the Tea Party a little bit. Yeah, and they got voted out. They were in and out quick. Progressives are, 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 are latching in. Uh, Mr. Kennedy said he believes women have put in too much effort to develop women's sports, and it's unfair for transgendered females to participate. Well, finally, somebody has the courage to come out on the Democratic side and say something about that. Now, there could be a reason that he's polling as high as 20% already. Will he get the nomination over Joe Biden? We'll have to see how all this Hunter stuff plays out. And, and, and I'm going to tell you real quick. The unraveling starts this week in Arkansas. I believe today is the day that Hunter has to show up in court and answer for fucking not paying child support to his daughter of the stripper. I'm a liberal and I'm not a progressive, and when I voted for Biden, what did I say? It was the worst possible choice that Democrats could have possibly chosen for the party. Worst possible choice. Sophie's awful choice. If this is the choice that I face again, Trump or Biden, I have to really, really think about pushing up that move-in date on Whore Island. And that's probably what it's going to end up being. And you're out. You and I, once again, this is someone who I adore. I adore you're out, but her and I don't agree politically, yet we're still friends. See, it can happen. It can happen. Neither her and I take shots at one another's uh, political ideals. We're friends. Now, if we talk politics, then we'll talk politics. But we choose not to sometimes, most of the time. We talk about movies. We talk about music. I alert her whenever Valley Girl is on. And I watched Valley Girl this weekend, for Christ's sake. God, that is a terrible movie. It's not as bad as The Outsiders. Nothing will ever be as bad as that movie. But, but Valley Girl is pretty damn bad. I would have much rather seen Private School with Phoebe Cates. That's a real movie. Look it up. Totally trippendicular. The boob scene is always fantastic in that movie. And the outfits, the one thing I will say watching Valley Girl today is, God damn, they nailed the wardrobe. They so nailed the preppy kid's wardrobe. Oh, and it was and, and it's so bad because that's like our time period. And I it, when it when I saw that I was like, oh God, I thought that was cool back then. <laughs> what a fucking dweeb I was. I will die on this cage, Nick Cage best acting to date because Nick Cage can't act. <laughs> Nick Cage is a great actor when he's playing Nick Cage. I, for one, am excited to hear a different point of view on the political forum tomorrow. Oh, and, and you will. And you will. And I'm going to give him plenty of room to talk and speak, and he and I will disagree. Uh, I will mention this again tomorrow if anybody's not listening right now, and they are tomorrow morning. Um, he and I once were talking. We, we talked before the 2020 election, 
and I referred to Kamala Harris as Kamala. And he said, hey, have some respect. Her name is Kamala. And I'm going to discuss that with him tomorrow as well. But 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 that's a and and he and I have had some some we we don't get mad maybe a little heated and it may be heated tomorrow but hey it's gonna be a good I'm excited about this conversation. Um, now moving on, somebody fix the phones around here. <laughs> oh Joe, happy birthday, my friend! I didn't know it was your birthday. Um, before we get to, let's see, which one do I want? I, I want to do this one. There was a 12-year-old kid recently who went to school, and he was wearing a shirt that says there are only two genders. And they sent the kid home. So the kid then goes and addresses the school board. And this is what this young man had to say. And I got to say, there is some hope for the future. I appreciate the opportunity to speak to you today. I never thought that the shirt I wore to school on March 21st would lead me to speak with you today. On that Tuesday morning, I was taken out of gym class to sit down with two adults for what turned out to be a very uncomfortable talk. I was told that people were complaining about the words on my shirt, that my shirt was making some students feel unsafe. Yes, words on a shirt made people feel unsafe. They told me that I wasn't in trouble, but it sure felt like I was. I told I was told that I would need to remove my shirt before I could return to class. When I nicely told them that I didn't want to do that, they called my father. Thankfully, my dad supported my decisions and came to pick me up. What did my shirt say? Five simple words. There are only two genders. Nothing harmful, nothing threatening. Just a statement I believe to be a fact. I have been told that my shirt was targeting a protected class. Who is this protected class? Are their feelings more important than my rights? I don't complain when I see pride flags and diversity posters hung throughout the school. Do you know why? Because others have a right to their beliefs just as I do. Not one person, staff, or student told me that they were bothered by what I was wearing. Actually, just the opposite. Several kids told me that they supported my actions and that they wanted one too. I experienced... Wait a moment. I was told that the shirt was a disruption to learning. No one got up and stormed out of class. No one burst into tears. I'm sure I would have noticed if they had. I experience disruptions to my learning every day. Kids acting out in class are a disruption, yet nothing is done. Why do the rules apply to one, yet not another? I feel like these adults were telling me that it wasn't okay for me to have an opposing view. Their arguments were weak, in my opinion. I didn't go to school that day to hurt feelings or cause trouble. I have learned a lot from this experience. I learned that a lot of other students share my view. I learned that adults don't always do the right thing or make the right decisions. I know that I have a right to wear those five, a shirt with those five words. Even at 12 years old, I have my own political opinions, and I have a right to express those opinions. Even at school, this right is called the First Amendment to the Constitution. My hope in being here tonight is to bring the school committee's attention to this issue. I hope that you will speak up for the rest of us so we can express ourselves without being pulled out of class. Next time, it may not only be me. There might be more students that decide to speak out. Thank you for your time, and good night. Thank you. You're goddamn right. Wow. Just, uh, that was amazing. 
it takes a 12-year-old to stand up to people and say this isn't right. That boy is 12 years old, and he has more balls than, 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 than any congressperson, than any, and I'm talking both sides of the aisle, people. That kid's balls are fucking solid brass. Man, oh, man. And then we get this little doozy uh, on Twitter. Fellow by the name of Paul Stanley. You know who Paul Stanley is, right? Lead singer of KISS, one of the founding members of KISS with Gene Simmons. I think I have to say that or they can sue me. Um, but Gene Simmons, or not Gene Simmons, uh, Paul Stanley tweeted this out. And I'm going to read this to you. This is my thoughts on what I'm seeing. There's a big difference between teaching acceptance and normalizing and even encouraging participation in a lifestyle that confuses young children into questioning their sexual identification as though some sort of game and then parents in some cases allow it. There are individuals who, as adults, may decide to reassignment is their needed choice. But turning this into a game or parents normalizing it as some sort of natural alternative or believing that because a little boy likes to play dress up in his sister's clothes or a girl and her brothers, we should lead them to step further down a path that's far from the innocence of what they're actually doing. With many children who have no real sense of sexuality or sexual experience caught up in the, quote, fun of using pronouns and saying what they identify as, some adults mistakenly confuse teaching acceptance with normalizing and encouraging a situation that has been a struggle for those truly affected and have turned into a sad and dangerous fad. See, Billy Idol gets it. I don't know why she doesn't get it. That was Paul Stanley. See, Billy Idol gets it. I don't know why she doesn't get it. I imagine Billy Idol gets it, too. Your house says, I just wear shirts that are based on 70s nostalgia, so nobody gets vernacular. Oh, you don't understand the Swedish chef is? Then Verdi Firk won't offend you then. Uh, the singer of Love Gun gets it, right? Republicans have a bunch of different wings. You got the social conservatives versus libertarian conservatives, MAG and Republicans versus Tea Party guys with a new name. I would call them reactory conservatives to figure out what people these days you have to ask and get their news and information from. Are you an InfoWars guy, Daily Wire, Fox News, Mug Club, Reddit, Twitter, 4chain? Each information source will determine what version of the world you believe to be the real one. I will agree with you that there are those many, but the problem is, is those many aren't controlling the Republican Party as the progressives are controlling now the Liberal Party. Liberals have to sit aside and be quiet when they push these liberal, these progressive agendas. Progressive agenda number one, the trans issue. I would imagine that, that Paul Stanley is not a conservative. I'm just going to say that. You see, the conservatives, the, the Tea Parties, the Proud Boys, all these separate groups, 
They don't control the party. They're really laughed at in the party. People like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Bobart, they will be voted out of this party. Just like the Tea Party Republicans before them. And just like MAGA Republicans were voted out as well. Because they want the conservative the conservatives still control. But those groups that you talk about, Christopher, yes, they are trying their hardest to become the progressives of the Republican Party. The Republicans are still fighting, and that's why I don't believe in either side. Both sides are wicked. Both sides are terrible. Both sides are, are in bed with every corporation in the world. To say one side is better than the other side is ludicrous because they're both evil. Which one will do the least amount of damage to us? I think we're doing a lot of damage to our country right now with this whole trans movement. We kicked a 12-year out of school for wearing a shirt that says there are only two genders. We kicked him out of school, and they said based on it disrupted the learning process. So a little boy dressed like a little girl doesn't disrupt the learning process? My fucking ass. A kid using a litter box to take a shit in is disrupting the learning process. I would say more so than a kid wearing a shirt that says there are only two genders. Tell me I'm wrong. Paul Stanley, as you say, is a believer in one color green. Oh, absolutely. He and Gene Simmons both. I think there's that many news outlets, but dear Lord, they seem to tout the exact same news, the same stories, and the exact same verbiage. Very, very true. Very, very true. Fuck your mama. Hot mama, good morning to you. Did you, uh, did, did you see my message I sent to you about the, uh, the review I did on Sisu? I had to mention Bad Hair Caden. That's his new name, by the way, Bad Hair Caden. But if it weren't for him, I would have never known about Sisu, or I would have known about it too late. So, correct, Arnie. Democrats are more focused. Republicans are more free-thinking, thus the pulled in all directions and spend more time fighting each other, allowing the progressive libs to fuck up everything. The cat person is only a distraction, or they don't cover that shit with the litter. I did wear my Suck It Trebek shirt the other day and got nothing but respect from, like, strangers, the movie theater, and the grocery store, but that was a hit. My airplane shirts didn't hit as well. Oh, my God, what are your airplane shirts? I like my coffee like my men. <laughs> Even though you don't anymore. Hashtag Michael Keaton. I just want to know... When, do, when does this stupidity stop? And I, I've asked that question before. And, and over the weekend, I'm starting to see tiny, tiny breaks in this, this thundercloud that's over us as transgenders. In my opinion, they have muscled their way in to take over the alphabet mafia. There are a lot of people that are in the alphabet, cult, mafia, whatever. I don't care about what they do with their body. I, I, I don't care who they sleep with. I, I, I don't give a shit about any of that. But see, the problem is, is they fought their whole lives. These people, the, the gay, lesbian, bi's, the, the, the original glad people. They fought their whole lives, not for equality. 
Not, not, not to be a protected class. You know why they fought so hard their whole lives? Because they wanted to be treated like human beings. Now, we can still make jokes about them and things like that because we make jokes about everybody. Now, granted, their feelings get a little bit more hurt because we've allowed that as a society because we're weak as a society. We gotta, we gotta gird up our loins and learn how to take jokes again. But I believe that a lot of those people that are in that group who fought so hard feel like they are being bullied by this transgender group, this transgender group that has taken over and has morphed into something that's so ridiculous and so stupid that if you say anything against them, then you're calling them out. Then you're a traitor to the alphabet cult. By the way, they're the ones calling you a traitor. She's got the one that says, I speak jive. That too, Jen. Y'all know me too well. Also, thank you to the Rangers for putting the uh, the cheaters back down out of first place. Oh, the, the, the Astros, no problem. No problem at all. But what I'm starting to see is um, a lot of people aren't afraid anymore uh, of putting things up. Maybe on social media. Um, this, this one story that I got is from End Wokeness. There's another tweet that I got, Gays Against Groomers. And that's where I got the Paul Stanley thing from. I think that, that this is going to be a gigantic... I think it's going to come to a head in a gigantic way, and it's going to rip apart that group. That's what I think. Let's go to Washington State, for example. Shall we? Let me give you an example. Washington State, which I recently told you about yet again, has passed a bill that says if you deny your child or oppose your child's uh, transition treatments, meaning uh, uh, what was it? Was it puberty blockers, things like that? Maybe getting the breast cut out at an early age. If you block that, the state can legally take your children away from you. So now, what happens? Let's all play the game, shall we? What happens if that couple that's raising a child is gay? Let's say it's two lesbian parents, a mom and a mom. Sorry, I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist that. Um, and the child wants to have re, re, reassignment surgery, and the moms say no because they don't believe in that. And the state comes by and rips a baby or a kid away from a gay couple. You know what? I'm just gonna do. Uh, I'm just gonna sit back, get my popcorn. I'm gonna enjoy that one. Oh, Arnie, that'll never happen. Okay, all right. I, I I thought I'd never see a chicken play tic tac toe. I've seen a chicken play tic tac toe, people. Damn good too. Uh, I try to stay out of the West Coast if I can help it. Uh, somebody's going to die and isn't going to be me. They tried to take my kids. Yeah. But, I mean, that's where we're headed. That's where we're headed. Now, it gets even crazier than this. 
This is why I say don't ask what's next. The tweet originally read, a transabled woman. Now, I don't know what the fuck that is. I got, I got to look up my, my dictionary here. Who blinded herself went on Dr. Phil. She explained that she should have been born blind and is happier now. And this is how transphobic doctors re- reacted. We're going to play this minute and 12 clip. Taking your own vision or the process with... Do you have any regrets about taking your own vision or the process with which you, you did take your own vision? I don't have any regrets taking my vision. I believe I should have been born blind and... I'm happy the way I am. I do have some regrets about the way I did it, but in the end, I'm happy the way I am. Dr. Phil, with all due respect to Jewel, but I am having a really hard time, really hard time, sitting so close to someone who traumatized herself who damaged herself. We took an oath in medicine to help people. We see horrible tragedies every single day as doctors and people who would give anything to go back and restore their vision, their health. My heart is beating out of my chest. I can't even make sense of the emotions I'm feeling because to hear someone say, I've, o- I've always felt I should be blind. Well, I've o- always felt I should be the Queen of England, but I'm not going out to become the Queen of England. Well, I honestly, I'm at a loss. I'm, I'm completely at a loss. That someone who thinks they should have been... First of all, we're going to unwrap this present. We're going to wrap this shit. Everybody's saying mental illness. Duh. I, I, I mean, honestly, I mean... Oh, for fuck's sake. I can't handle the amount of stupidity that's presenting itself to me today. Duh. Wait, did she walk around blindfolded for two years before she transitioned to blind? wrong with you like like literally what in the fuck is wrong with you that's what i would have said on stage i wouldn't have been cool like the first guy and i wouldn't have been as nice as the second lady i would have looked at her and go what the fuck is wrong with you you blinded yourself on purpose Because you thought you were supposed to be born blind? What does that even mean? Do you hate seeing so much? I mean, she's a big old fat oaf. Maybe she don't buy mirrors. Trans-abled. Did this woman spend any time in jail? Because that's self-harm. Blinding yourself is self-harm. When 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 I was I oh man, man, I should go back and sue. I should go back and sue. Because I'm I, I was transabled, I was trying to live without blood. 
That's right, because I, 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 I think that I was born, and I should have been born without blood. So on that November day when I, when I opened up my wrists, I was just trying to live my best life. And I was put in a nuthouse for it when I was just trying to be a transabled person. Ironically, when you say you can't see how wrong this is, sadly, she can't. Logically, if you change your sex because of feelings, then why can't you change other things? Damn right you should, Sue. When you slit your wrist, you were trying to lose weight. There you go. Both emotionally, mentally, and now physically, she just can't see how fucking crazy she is. No. Maybe Stevie Wonder can write a song about her. Bet you didn't see that one coming. Have you ever seen that gal's husband? Yeah, neither is she. Just goes to show you that people will do anything to get a handicap placard. Funny, but let me let me add on something serious to that. Sawyer's dad. This just goes to show you how much these people need attention paid to them. I think I should be the queen of Whore, Whore. You are the queen of Whore Island. And she does now qualify for permanent disability payments now that she has no sight. Oh, probably. I have a real issue with this. This woman should be incarcerated or she should be in a fucking mental facility somewhere. She harmed herself. Now, we can, we can, we can, ex- we, 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 we can go down the line and say, hey, what they're doing to kids, those kids are harming themselves. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But let's take this, let, let, let's roast this pig right here, shall we? This woman blinded herself on purpose because she thought she should be born blind. You know what? Hold on a second here. I, I need to Google this broad. Because I, I want more of the story. Woman who blinded herself. Jewel Shupping, a young woman from the U.S., recently made headlines for a controversial decision that left her permanent blind. At the age of 21, she chose to take matters into her own hands and make her lifelong dream of becoming blind a reality. You know, some people have dreams of going to the Super Bowl. Some people have dreams of a, of a big enchanted wedding. This woman dreamt of being blind. Um, do, does anybody else have an alarm going off anywhere? Because I, 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 I do. Meanwhile, there are ordinary people who are legitimately losing their sight to cancer, cataracts, degenerative diseases, glaucoma, or old age. And this crazy cunt is making absolute mockery. All right. The decision was not one that was taken lightly and was the result of years of contemplation and deep-rooted personal identity as a transabled individual. Still don't know what that means. Uh, Her journey to becoming blind started when she was six. She was drawn to the idea of experiencing life without sight and became fixated on the idea over the years. Despite her family's concerns and potential risks involved, she was determined to make her dream a reality. 
After much searching, she found a psychologist who was willing to assist her in her quest to become blind. That person should be arrested. The fateful day finally arrived, and Jewel, along with the psychologist, decided to pour drain cleaner into her eyes. Did you hear me? Did you hear what I just said? She poured drain cleaner with the help of a licensed psychologist in her own eyes. Then, as if there needs to be a then... The two waited for 30 minutes before finally seeking medical attention, hoping to ensure that the damage was permanent. Unfortunately, the damage was done and Jewel was left completely blind. When her family found out about it, the procedure... It's not a procedure! Do not call this a procedure. This was an assault. They were shocked and heartbroken. They believed that Jewel had been in an accident. When they found out the truth, they cut all ties with her. Despite criticism and judgment from those close to her, she says she's the happiest she's ever been. This bitch needs to be locked up. I, 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 look, there, there's, there's nothing else to say. This bitch needs to be locked the fuck up. There is nothing good about this. And she did this in 2015. She imploded her family for this. Yes. No procedure includes drain cleaner. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, when Hinckley tried to kill Reagan, it was just a procedure. I would imagine this woman gets disability. She gets all kind of perks and things like that. And, and, and. She gets the attention she craved for so long. That's all this is. I'm going to go down a long road here, so please follow, follow me here. This is this long, starved road of attention that people uh, are, are on. Now, I'm, I'm going to make some people mad with things that I say here. And I'm going to make some people think with some of the things I'm going to say here. At least I hope. It all starts when you're pregnant. And ladies, this one's a big one for you. For nine months, you're told how beautiful you are, how you're glowing, how you've never looked more alive. Strangers will come up to you and want to touch you, which is weird. I agree. But you are the center of the world for everywhere. You have closer parking spaces at some shopping centers. Expect at mother's parking. Then you have the baby. And what happens? All that attention that was showered on you, 
the glowing, you've never looked better, oh my God. All that attention, gone. All that attention now focused on the baby. Yeah, we can say rightfully so, rightfully not, whatever. This is where I think some of this postpartum stuff comes in. Because for the last nine months, you have been held on it, on this pedestal, and then it's yanked away from you even though you did all the hard work. People are asking you now, when are you going to lose the baby weight? Boy, you look tired. Man, you're disheveled. Because it's hard when you have a newborn baby. And no, you're not going to bounce back right away. I understand why women get upset over this. And it all comes down to the same thing. And I'm sorry that if you get mad at me for this, then you get mad at me for this. But I'm going to dumb it down. It all comes from this lack of attention. Now, if people are paying attention to you like that for nine months and then all of a sudden it goes away, of course you're going to be like, what the fuck? And now we've raised these generations where we put so much, we give them so much attention. And then once they hit 18 and they're they're out on their own because they don't want to be at home anymore or whatever, and people aren't paying attention to them, they don't know how to react. They don't know what to do. If people aren't falling all over themselves for them, if they're failed influencers, which, by the way, all influencers are failures, get a real talent. But now they need that attention. You want to talk, you want to talk about something that people are addicted to more than anything in the world? Attention. Attention. I've said this a million times, and I'll say it a million more times. I drank to to get a feeling, to get endorphins in me, and to escape. And they were great for a while. But then it became a devil. And then I found opioids. And opioids did the same thing to me. They made me feel amazing. And they made me feel like I could turn my brain off. Because my brain is going 24 hours a day. And that was bad for me. And then the greatest drug I ever got happened when I got on stage and did my first big stand-up show. That is a high that I am allowed to chase now for the rest of my life. And there's there's no feeling that can ever, ever even come close to that when the first joke hit. Why? Because people were paying attention to me. I'm not going to lie. I'm an attention whore, too. I'm not saying attention is bad. We all like to get attention. But see, our generation realizes that, okay, you get attention for this, that, and the other. These people want attention just because they're breathing. Dylan Mulvaney, a failed actor, who goes through all this, wants attention, and is getting tons of attention. Dylan Mulvaney will never have bottom surgery. Never. I guarantee that. 
just like about 93.5% of the transgender community. They won't ever go all the way through. And I'm sorry, I'm one of these all or nothing kind of guys. I don't believe it's real unless you go all the way. This gal, she, hell, hell, this gal, I'll give her more credit than I'll give most transgenders. She went all the way through and played poor Drano in her eyes. Arnie just figured it out. The lady's backstory is complete bullshit. Interest in blindness at six years old, bullshit. All she wants is for people to take pity on her. She wants the attention. She wants to explain why she's blinded over and over again. It's attention. Ding, ding, ding. Correct, Arnie. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hold on a second. Let me get the, uh, the, the, where, where's my dings? I'll get the applause out. Yeah. No, see, Dixie, why is Dixie Horn in there twice? We, we need ding. Hold on a second here. Um, we need ding. Uh, let's see there. Mm, I don't know if this is it, but let's see. There we go. There's that's kind of a ding. Ah. Don't people know how hard it is to sleep on a hospital couch with all that yelling and grunting? I'd be shocked if Dylan Mulvaney doesn't try a suicide attempt or at least something planned that seems like that way. Just to show us how these toxic alleged transphobes are. Oh, that's a great call. That is a... Either that or we're going to get a Jesse Smollett. Good old Juicy Smollett. There's going to be these two Nigerians that are... Oh, I'm sorry. Two big white Trump supporters. And Dylan Mulvaney was just going to Subway to get a foot long. And then some... And she was jumped by these MAGA Republicans, even though they were actually Nigerian brothers. A woman blinded herself and, and, and thinks that she should be held on a pedestal for it. Once again, that's why I don't ask questions, because you know somebody's going to chop a leg off. You know somebody's going to sever a hand. Maybe cut their nose off. Fucking people cut their nose off all the time. These fucking people with these great tattoos and all this shit. And why do they do that? Once again, let's the word of the day. Let's take out. Let's take out inclusivity, because it's not about inclusivity. It's about attention. Attention is the word of the year. Pay attention to me. It's all this is. And I look. 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 If you're wondering, I believe that postpartum depression is a real thing that ladies go through. And I think the caveat of it is right there. That would lead you into a blue mood. Plus, your hormones are all fucked up, too. So now, you got people who ain't paying any attention to you, even though they did for nine months. They have fucking kicked you to the curb, and your hormones are going nuts. You don't know what's going on. Of course you're going to be upset. It makes sense. Once again, logic, it makes fucking too much sense. But nobody wants to talk about it. You want to know why? Because they can't sell pills that way. They can't sell treatments that way. You want to know what my, this is my treatment. Is to treat that mother, that new mother, as great as you can because she did all the heavy lifting. The baby's great and everything, but how about you be a little less catty to the gal? How about you be a little bit more good to her? She had to suffer through all that and going through all those hormones. 
Not saying don't pay attention to the baby, but don't stop paying attention to the new mom. Dylan, is everything wrong with that movement? Acting like a six-year-old to attract pedos? Then we'll say you're transphobic if you're not into him. Well, they can say I'm transphobic all you want. See, here's what I found out. Let me read V. Coop's statement here. You should get on the show and do a straight interview, then hit her with the last question. How stupid are you? I guarantee you she won't see that coming. (laughs) You know what? I'm not going to waste y'all's time putting a blind woman on the show. No. A woman who blinded herself and calling it... By the way, the media needs to stop this shit. They need to stop putting this shit in there like that. A procedure? That's not a procedure. That was an assault. This licensed psychologist allowed a patient in front of him to pour, if he didn't or she didn't pour it in, pour Drano into someone's eyes as a form of quote-unquote treatment. How about this? You know what? I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to community college, and I'm gonna get my certification, and I'm gonna become a licensed therapist. Okay? Do you know what my treatment is? This is my treatment. I will split your head with a fucking axe. That's my treatment. He can't charge me with anything. Oh, you're feeling blue today? What? I'm gonna hit you in the head with an axe. That's my treatment. Oh, that's not allowed. But this psychologist was allowed to blind one of his patients. Oh, I see. I I, I see. This is part of this whole bullshit, double standard horseshit that we live in in this country. Prank call that psychologist. I think that psychologist is probably fucking on the run now. Can you not understand this is self-harm? What are you, blind? Oops, too soon. Now, this, is, this story goes a little far here, and I'm sure that this is a hate crime. Um, wait a second. Is there video of him doing it? Wait. Oh, my God. Please say there is video of him doing it. No, it just got him stopping there. No, uh, oh, just him walking by. All right. Now I ain't going to share it with you. <laughs> this happened... Uh, <laughs> Out front of a New York City New York City uh, eatery, hate crime suspected. A deranged man defecated on a gay pride flag in Upper West Side Tapas Bar, and then apparently carved a smelly face into the pile. So a guy grabbed a gay pride flag and shit on it, and then put a happy face in there, and that's a hate crime. Wow, but you can burn an American flag. Isn't that weird? Once again, protected class. The stomach-turning incident, which police are investigating as a hate crime, happened at Bucho's 95 Dining Shed. General Manager Nathan Nolan Edwards identifies as gay and said the restaurant where he's worked for six years is very inclusive. There's the word. Largely LGBTQXYZ identifying staff. That includes professional drag queens. Quote, it's definitely a punch to the gut. We certainly have experienced anything to this degree. A defecation on a pride flag is not the norm here. No, we all know that you wipe your ass with the American flag. 
a clip, which they are not showing, shows the man placing the rainbow banner in a chair, then relieving himself on it, then picks it up a second, and pride flag, and use it to wipe his backside. Well, he's healthy, he's clean. And that's a hate crime. But you can burn an American flag. You, you, you are, you are constantly, constitutionally protected to burn an American flag. But you do it to a gay flag, that's a hate crime. I, I don't make the rules in this country. Hell, I don't even know what half the fucking rules are. These are like the new baseball rules. There's a ghost runner at second base in extra innings. You can only throw two pickoffs to first base. Huh? What? What are these weird new rules that you got? This would be like going counterclockwise playing Monopoly. That's what we're doing. Hey, I rolled a six. I'm going to go past go again and get 200 more dollars. He carved a face and it's a crap-o-lantern. Oh, Jesus. Can't this guy just say he has a poop fetish? This could get him into his own protected class. Why is this a hate crime? That's all I want to know. Why is this a hate crime? That he targeted the gay community? Well, when you target America, that's not a hate crime. Usually a lot of crimes are targeted. So black targeting white people, not a hate crime. White targeting black people is a hate crime. Oh, look that up. That's true. Black versus Mexican, not a hate crime. White versus Mexican, hate crime. Look it up. I don't say this stuff just to say it. I I say it all because it's real. It's the world that we live in. And yes, it is El Stupido. All right, last story in this segment. I'm going to lighten it up here. And then the, the the, the last stuff is just fun and stupid shit, I promise, today. We've all seen these things, right? These gender reveal parties. And I don't know about you, but I'm kind of sick of them. Okay. People are setting forests on fire. You know, fucking. You you, you go to all these great pains to have this gender reveal party. By the way, big deal. You're having a boy or a girl. I know, I, I know in this day and age, I, I'm so fucking stuck in the 50s. Do, 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 do I need a secretary and call her toots to say either you're going to have a boy or a girl? Sorry. And by the way, if you're one of these fucking parents out there, let, let me just say this right now. If you're one of these new parents out there that decides to say your child is non-binary at birth, I want to slap the taste out of your mouth. Because are 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 you are you are you engineering them into this idea? And there are people that are doing that, that are refusing to put the gender down. Which, by the way, is goddamn stupid. Shouldn't gender reveal parties happen when the kid turns around ten? No shit. Now, especially, this is a story about a couple from Missouri, Christian and Alyssa Quintos. Um, they were left speechless. Now, they were going to do it. They, they, they didn't have, they weren't assholes about this. 
I mean, they were, but they weren't. They're going to have a gender reveal party when they cut into a cake. They got a cake, and they said, hey, this is, this is what we got, da-da-da-da-da. And I guess they put it on video, and that's why they're, they're so upset. Um, the video, which has gotten more than 30 million views, she documented the moment she and her husband realized they were given the wrong cake. They opened up the cake, and it was all white cake. <laughs> Holy shit! That's right. The cake was all white. Going on here in this country, it's absolutely pathetic. I can't say the N-word. On the Los Angeles Nakers... Fucking white people. Literally, the cake... It, well, it, it's a yellow cake, So, but but she ain't Asian. Well, she is kind of Asian. This might be a little racist. Um, it's white frosting, a whole bunch of frosting in the middle, and then yellow cake. They got the wrong cake. How great is that? How great is that that they fucked this up? That would be, I would die laughing if this happened. I'd be on the floor. If I got stuck ever having, and by the way, I have never been to one, and I don't plan on ever going to a gender reveal party. I will never go to a baby shower. I will never go to a bridal shower. Ever. Why? Because I'm a fucking man. Men don't go to those places. Sheepish little, sheepish little boys do because you think that that's what you're supposed to do. Oh, white, they're having a non-binary kid, obviously. I'm sure that they want to, you know. Oh, I'm watching the video here. Hold on, here's the video. It's all white. That's fake. No, that's fake. Their reaction is fake. That th- This video that's gotten 32 million views, it's fake. I, I think they obviously did get a cake that didn't have the color in there, but their reaction would have been this way. I would have thrown the cake against the fucking wall. I've been like, you goddamn motherfuckers, you can't get this thing right? This is a gender reveal party that I have to be at, so get the fucking cake right. Can't you do your fucking job? But they're just standing there laughing. Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Shut up. God, stop treating the world like we're all fucking stupid, please. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Listener mail coming up Wednesday. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, and a special guest, Manana, on the show. That's great. It starts with an earthquake. Birds and snakes and airplane. Lenny Bruce is not a
757-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Christopher says, very on subject music choices, Arnie. Yes, a politically charged music break, and I'm totally feeling it. Well, stuff doesn't happen by accident. When I saw the story about the woman who blinded herself, I knew that today's show was going to be one of those shows. I have those feelings every now and then. And I knew that that one would be a big one. And if you listen to my country choices before, like like this is the way I choose usually the, the startup music to start Monday's show, the lead-in music, as I call it. Um, I try to get people up because it's Monday. It's a shitty day. And I want to get people up and moving and dancing and, and, and feeling okay. So we, we, we played some 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 electric avenue if you if you weren't dancing to electric avenue i i can't help you but then i knew the politically charged stuff would be in the middle of the show so that's why i did those there but i'm giving you my 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 remedy to the entire situation if you look at the country songs i played the first one was the bartender song then i gotta get drunk and then the bottle let me down and I will be ending the show with a country song, as I always do, with George Strait. Very, very interesting one. Um, not going to tell you what it is, because I don't think I've ever played this song on the show before. But it fits in perfectly with my, 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 my prescription for how to deal with this, if you can legally drink or drink without fear of becoming a raging alcoholic. <sighs> but now... Our last segment today, these are all just fun stories and stupid. Very, very stupid. The first one, uh, it's an update. And it seems like the police got involved. I don't know if they show live PD in Holland. So maybe the, the, yeah. Um... I told you about this guy, uh, Jonathan Jacob Mahir. He's 41 years old. And he has fathered over 500 different children. Now, I can look at this guy and say, yeah, he's probably never been laid, but he still fathered 500 children because, well, he did the old uh, wazzle-dazzle by himself. And they found out, oh, shit, this guy's fathered over 500 kids. There could be some incidents of incest that happens. So we don't want to have a bunch of kids running around with two heads here in Holland. Well, a Dutch case uh, heard the case of a Dutch court heard his case this week. And they said, if you donate one more time, we will fine you $110,000. Now, the first thing I would have said is, can I still jerk off? It's okay if I don't do it to a cup? Can I just, you know, spray it into a sock or something? Like the old times? He must immediately stop donating and must call up any clinic where he has donated and request they immediately destroy his samples. The ruling was not delivered lightly as the court felt it needed to consider conflicting fundamental rights on one hand. <laughs> That's what they wrote. They were being funny there. 
on one hand, the right to respect for privacy of parents and the donor children, and on the other hand, <laughs> the same right as the donor. Hey, hey, buddy, hey, hey, knock it off, okay? We, 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 we understand that you, you made a living by, by, by beating off into a cup. He should just rip his dick off, even donating to sperm bank. Lots of people donate to the old washcloth gods. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh no! Does he now have to go out and get an actual job? All right. Next story is something I teased earlier. And this this story right here, this story is the definition of... Oh, for fuck's sake. I can't handle the amount of stupidity that's presenting itself to me today. And it comes from a place that I'm very, very fond of. It comes from the world of professional wrestling. All elite wrestling star, Dr. Britt Baker, she's an actual dentist, was left with a black eye at the hands of what they call the outcast, who is Soraya, who used to be Paige, Ruby Soho, and some other chick wrestler. Now, a couple couple weeks ago, Britt Baker came to the ring to save her man, Adam Cole, who's been out nursing a head injury for the last nine months. She came to stop a bunch of guys from beating on him. Well, those guys knew that these three gals were under the rope ring. So they handcuffed the guy to the ropes to where he couldn't get in there. And the three gals emerged from under the ring, and they, they, they put a beat down on Dr. Britt Baker. One of the punches got a little close, a little hairy, and gave Dr. Britt Baker a black eye. She tweeted the black eye photo. She tweeted it out, got a lot of retweets on it. Good picture of her. She's, a, she's, a, she's an attractive girl, but not with a black eye. Tony Storm is the other. Thank you. And then... Because they've done this before, they've they've gotten great pictures before, and they put them on T-shirts to sell. So there's a there was a T-shirt that these three outcast gals, Paige, Tony Storm, and Ruby Soho, were wearing, that featured Dr. Britt Baker and her black eye on the T-shirt, and they were being sold on the AEW website because it happened in the ring. And then someone. Decided to take this on <clears throat> on Twitter. This is the stupidity of our country, people. <coughs> and I quote, I can't believe AEW is trying to make money on a T-shirt that supports domestic violence. <laughs> I'll continue reading. 
The shirt is the eyes of the public is going to cause more harm than good. A lot of people don't even know the AEW stands for. Uh, some sick dude wearing it in a bar proudly scratched my head. A lot of black eyes, one person wrote on Twitter. Are you out of your ever-loving fucking mind? This shirt has nothing to do with domestic violence at all. Zero. They were three gals that jumped her. She, Dr. Britt Baker wrote back, support domestic violence? How? I got a black eye in the ring. My enemies put a pick on a shirt to troll me, and I outsmarted them. Does this mean that all top-selling bloody T-shirts are supporting murder? If a male wrestler had a shirt with a black eye, would you be pissed too? Great, fair question. This is the stupidity of our world. That a wrestling t-shirt made someone so angry that they jumped to domestic violence. And by the way, this is a real story. This is, pardon the pun here, but this is one of those black eyes that AEW can't afford to keep getting. Britt had a shirt with her bloody face on it. I see it. I see they they have it they have it posted. And no one gave a shit. I had the Stone Cold Steve. I have the 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 greatest picture in all of wrestling history happened when Brett the Hitman Hart had the sharpshooter on Stone Cold Steve Austin in an I quit match with Ken Shamrock as a special guest referee. And Austin was busted wide open back when the WWE still bled. And he was busted wide open. And as Brett put that sharpshooter on him more, Austin was struggling. And blood came down through his face, through his teeth. I had that T-shirt the day it came out. but a wrestling shirt with a woman who has a black eye on it is supporting domestic violence. You know, this is why I always say don't ask what's next. And and we define that this morning. We define that with a woman who, who blinded herself. I, I, I can't, I still, I'm, I'm sorry that I keep going back to that story. I can't stop. I can't, th- I, I, I can't get past the fact that someone, with the help of someone who had medical training, do no harm. Blinding someone is harmful. Even if they want it. Yet doctors continue to do harm on the daily. And we sit around and we go, well, that's their rights. Oh, doctors are harming people. Cutting the breasts out of a 13-year-old girl is harm. And if you disagree with that, then please, please don't listen to this show. Because I can't have a conversation with you. That's harmful. If you want to cut your breasts out at 18, I have nothing to say to you. 
nothing at all. If you want to start using all the blockers and everything at 18, I have nothing to say to you. It's your life to pretend to be something you're not. And, and, and I will say this. I hope you get the attention that you need. That's the best. Thing. You're not going to get it from me, though. But I hope that you get the attention that you need, that you're willing to go through all of this, all this razzmatazz to get to. But my God. <laughs> Blinding people is harmful. The more you know. You know, I, I, I'm sorry. Once again, educational programming here. Arnie, can you settle a wrestling argument I'm having with a guy from work? One thinks everyone was in on the Montreal screw job, and one thinks it was only Vince, Sean, and the ref. What do you think? I know Earl Hebner was in on it. I know that for a fact. Um, and I know that Vince was in on it, and I know that Jim Cornette knew about it. He didn't know if it was going to go through or not. Bret Hart had no idea. Shawn Michaels knew, but he didn't know how. That's why if you watch the Montreal Screwjob over and over again, Shawn Michaels is not that good of an actor. And when he puts the sharpshooter on, you can hear Vince say, ring the bell, ring the bell. Earl Hebner rings the bell. And Earl Hebner tells an interesting story, House of Pain, that as soon as he rung the bell, because Brett had a feeling that the fix was in. Because Brett was being a bitch and not relinquishing the belt. And you don't do that. He can't show up on WCW the next night with the WWE belt. That would be bad. That would be catastrophic. Earl Hebner tells the story that he knew the fix was in. Brett Hart fucking went to Earl Hebner before the match, talked to him about it, and Earl lied to him. And as soon as the bell rung, Earl Hebner ran out of the ring, ran to the back. His brother, a twin brother he had, was waiting in a car, and they drove off. That's the story. So um, uh, thank you. I was right. There you go, House of Pain. You know your wrestling shit there. Almost as well as me, but come on now. When it comes to useless wrestling trivia, I know my shit. Um, in a story that I wanted to uh, share with you guys, um, I know that I routinely go over what my biggest pet peeves in life are. Children ordering in the drive-thru. <coughs> Morons. You know, just a few things. But there was one thing a long time ago when I played a lot of golf. There was one thing and only one thing that really, really drove me crazy. And that was slow golf. And to this day, it still drives me nuts. I cannot stand golf. You don't have to run. It's a good pace. You should be able to play in the longest, I would say, is three hours and 45 minutes. But a lot of places say four to four and a half hours, which I think is just an absurdity. I mean, hold on a second here. Let me do some math here. So four and a half hours is 270 minutes um, divided by 18. So that means, hold on a second here, I'm doing the math. Uh, four. Oh, there we go. Uh, four, two. 15, okay. So it is 15. 15, okay. 15 minutes a hole it should take. 
104-yard par three should not take 15 minutes to play. I'm just telling you that right now. 110-yard par three shouldn't take 15 minutes to play. <clears throat> but there was a story that happened, of course, in the great state of Florida. A melee happened at Cleveland Heights Golf Course in Lakeland near a tee box. Members of one group started barking at another because of the pace of play. However, the foursome getting the mouthful said there wasn't much they could do, blaming their slowness on the group ahead of them. When two golfers shoved one another after they missed kick fist fight, no video, sadly, of this melee. But let me just tell you, as somebody who has gotten into it almost on a golf course, a little story here for you. I thought your biggest pet peeve on golf was being served dill relish. That's up there. Slow golf is still the worst. We were playing at uh, Lincoln Hills way back in the day. I was what was known as America's guest, meaning I didn't pay for golf wherever I went, which was fantastic. We got into the 14th hole. Or no, no, we were on 18, 17, 16. We were on the 15th hole. Actually, we were on the 14th hole. 14th hole was par 5. And um, it was it was me, some shitbag that I used to work with, you know the one, and my dad. And it was Easter Sunday. We were playing golf on Easter Sunday. And there was a twosome in front of us. Now, a twosome usually plays a lot faster than a threesome, especially when the threesome has a guy in his 70s there. So we get to this par five. And there's a little creek that runs. If you ever played the old Lincoln Hills, you know you know the old layout. The old 18, not before they were 36, when they were 18. This 15th hole had a little little creek that ran at about 270. And this was back in my days when I was a lot bigger and, and not fat, but strong-wise. And I could hit a golf ball a long way. And this group had been holding us up all fucking day. And we didn't say a word to them. They said something to us on the whole before. They're like, patience is a virtue because I watched them hit like eight tee shots from the tee. Didn't say anything. Just trying to have a good time with my dad out there. So we get to this par five. And these two idiots that are in front of us, they can't hit the ball that far. So they hit their shots. They lay up before the creek. And then they hit their next shots. So we wait until they, they, they hit their shots over, and then they're, they're off. And they're about 100 yards away from the green. So the shitbag tees off. My dad tees off. And they, they aren't big, long hitters like me. So they hit it down there about 260, 265. And then daddy comes up, and daddy hits it about 335. I got a hold of that one. I ain't going to lie. I hit the shit out of that one. Made it over the lake. They're over the creek. Nowhere near these guys, but they saw it. And these guys came back, and they took my ball, and they hit it to the other side because I knew I cleared the creek. And then there was my ball that was about 80 yards behind my father and the shit bag. Well, I wasn't going to have that, so I made a little call to the pro shop where my friend Clint was working. I said, hey, these guys in front of us, he goes, you guys are still on on the course? Because he knew how fast we played. 
He goes, you guys are still out there? I said, this twosome in front of us killing us, dude. He goes, I'll be out there in a second. And I told him what happened. And uh, he went out there, and he, he spoke to them. They said, they, they didn't hit your ball. I said, Clint, do, do I? And he used to play with me every day. Clint and I used to play almost every other day. And I said, this is where my tee shot ended up. And he goes, you don't hit the ball this short. And he goes, what, you hit nine iron? I said, no, I hit driver. He goes, they hit it back? I said, yeah. He goes, well, they said you were on them. I said, we're not on them. We're just playing. We're not playing fast. They didn't allow us to play through. They didn't say play through us. We haven't hit into them. And he goes, okay, all right. And he kicked them off the golf course because you don't fuck with America's guest. Oh, I was, I was ready to load some bones, but I wanted to keep my free golf. By the way, hey, Battleborn, how was the brisket this weekend? Buddy of mine and I were golfing, came up on a single golfer. He saw the two of us continue to play, his game not letting us play through. After three holes, I said, watch this. I teed up, hit it over his head, which got his attention. He stepped aside and finally let us by. Words were exchanged. You know what I usually do? I just go past him. I, I'll just, I'll just, I'll be like, hey, I'm just going to play through you guys. I don't want to bother you. If you're too slow, let the party behind you ahead of you. Yeah, or pick up your ball and go to the next hole. Amen. Slow golf is against the law. You should be able to be shot for slow golf. Because there's nothing worse than standing and waiting on every tee box. Yes, I know that's a first world problem. And you know why? Because I live in a first world. If I was worried about, like, lions attacking my hut and eating my children, I'd be living down there. By the way, I watched some cool videos this weekend. Uh, I, I saw some kind of video or something about the the uh, the Nile crocodile, how, like, they have professional hunters down there because they're eating too many people. So I, I decided to, to, to Google, uh, or I didn't Google, I YouTubed it. Crocodile attacks. Whew. Well, they fuck some shit. Man, crocodiles down in Africa, they ain't afraid of shit. They go after elephants. Let me just tell you real quick. Uh-uh. This is why I ain't ever going to Africa. If if a, if a crocodile can think, it's 20 feet long, okay? It's prehistoric. If it thinks that it can take down a full-grown elephant, and they have tried. Now, they failed miserably. They get stomped on. Hippos like to fuck them up, too. Oh, I watched hippo attacks, too. Hippos are bastards. Hippos and lions do not like each other. You never showed. I had plenty. I'm sorry. It was awesome brisket. Good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> Jesus. You know, we deserve a better criminal. Jack Nicholson was right. We deserve better criminals. Shocking that this happened in Arkansas, where the state motto is, Sue-wee! Pigs, hogs, razorbacks. Oh, they also say this. It's gonna be me. An Arkansas woman pled not guilty to charges that she stole stolen body parts from medical school corpses for $11,000 to a Pennsylvania man she met on social media. (laughs) 
Well, I met him on Facebook. Candace Chapman Scott, a former mortuary worker, is accused of selling 20 boxes of body parts to a man she met through a Facebook group called Oddities. She pled not guilty to 12 counts, including conspiracy to commit mail fraud, bail fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit interstate transportation of stolen property, and interstate transportation of stolen property. The man who was allegedly going to purchase them was not named in the indictment, but was identified later and is been booked on separate charges. Now, there's a lot that, that has to go into this. Let, 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 let's just, let, let, once again, let's roast this man, shall we? Let's cook this brisket. Let, let, let's fry this bologna. Let's steam this hot dog. I, I've got a number of them. Let's oven bake this pizza. But we can go all night. We can Let's grill this steak. Let's throw away the asparagus. How do you go about asking someone for, for body parts? Now, and by the way, wouldn't you do that in, a, in, in like an email or something? Not on Facebook. Hey, anybody need some extra parts? You see, I work here at a mortuary here in Arkansas, and uh, once, uh, once Bubba Earl is done, you know, uh, having his way with the corpses, I can sell you a foot. Be leaning on her. Maybe the dude was just getting Halloween decorations. We're going to have to remember this in Arkansas. The Arkansas Central Mortuary Services. Oh, I got to write that down. Oh, shit. Because this is, we're definitely crank calling them. The Arkansas. Central Mortuary Services. Call at Halloween. Ask for, what's his broad's name? Uh, Candace. Yeah, is Candace working today? <laughs> do, do, do we not want to wait till, till, okay, okay, you, you twist my arm. Um... Arkansas Central Mortuary Services. Oh, they're permanently closed. Oh, God damn it. Oh, man. Oh, crap. They've been permanently closed after this incident. That's fantastic. We'll see if they reopen. I'll, I'll, keep, I'll keep this sheet in here. Oh, that bums me out. That bums me out. That would have been a great call. Yes, Kansas there? Oh, she hooked me up last year. Oh, God. I, I have the weirdest story coming up in the last last story. Not this one. The next one is the weirdest story. It's so nasty. But before we get to that, we got to get to this gay Texas couple. I only mention they're gay because, well, they're gay. A Texas couple 
Um, Ralph, oh, no, no, they aren't gay. Oh, Ralph and Sandra Fisher operated an animal show business from their Texas home. And they had a Brahma bull named Chance, who was their star. A very, very tame bull, which is very unusual. Chance would be brought to events where customers were welcome to climb on him and pose for photographs. They do this in Fort Worth all the time outside Billy Bob's. You can get on the back of a bull. The uh, Fishers traveled wide with Chance. They took him to the Late Show where David Letterman rode him on stage. He appeared in Vince Vaughn movie and even took partake in the Super Bowl. And this is a big old brown bull. I mean, it's not a longhorn, but it's got two big old fucking horns on there. Um, they said he was more than just a, a paycheck for the family. He was a part of the family. The bull fully roamed the pastures at their home. Even had a favorite spot under a tree in the kitchen, near the kitchen window, where they could watch him while they cooked or did dishes. So in the late 90s, as Chance was nearing 20 years old, the Fishers couldn't help be drawn to the headlines about cloning. And they went to Texas A&M University. Well, that's your biggest mistake you've made so far. The Fishers phoned and requested researchers to undertake a cloning experiment on chance. Take a chance on me. Three months before the bull died at 19 years old, the university consented. And months later, a calf was born from DNA extracted from Chance. Hey, Chance, uh, <laughs> you need a little DNA? There it is. Oh, goddamn! This is the worst. This is the worst thing I've ever read here. I'm about to read this to you, and don't hate me for reading this. They named the young bull Second Chance. I can't make up shit that gay. Come on now. Though experts insisted that second chance was not chance reborn and was more akin to a twin, Ralph was convinced there was a closer connection. Though the bulls never met, second chance would lay in the same spot in the yard. They had a number of similar mannerisms. Even after the new bull became suddenly aggressive years later, even though the old one wasn't. Dangerously goring Ralph not once, but twice. The Fishers remain convinced that they truly had a second chance on their hands. By the way, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. This, this was a terrible bull. And it was nothing like the first one. And you see, this is what happens when you start playing God. This is what happens. As years passed, Ralph became convinced that second chance was in some ways a rebirth of chance. He believed the animals had the same mannerisms. Even though doctors reminded him several times, this is not the same animal, don't expect the same attitude from a pet. Ralph said, I didn't believe him because everything looked the same. Just when I see him, especially at a distance, he looks so much like Chance, and every day he gets older and older so much. 
Then on the second birthday after a barbecue, that's kind of insensitive to have a barbecue for a bull's birthday, don't you think? You're just cooking one of his bitches. Ralph was leading the bull back to the stall when he suddenly felt a massive horn ram into his back. Within moments, Ralph's shoulder was dislocated and he was thrown to the ground while the giant bull bore down on him. He picked me up and slammed me down. Then he proceeded to get on top of me with his head. Oh, God. These people still have this damn bull, too. I, 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 I mean, this, 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 once again, once again, I, I, I have to share this with you, but... Oh, for fuck's sake. I can't handle the amount of stupidity that's presenting itself to me today. I mean, really? You, you, you're going to think you're going to get the same bull? I mean, seriously. See, Billy Idol gets it. I don't know why she doesn't get it. Ben, Billy Idol would know that this doesn't happen. You can't clone a bull. Stupid. <sighs> and in our last story of the day, and possibly one of the weirdest and grossest stories for a lot of people. Thanks to TikTok, this video came out. I'm trying to see, do they, do they, do they, they don't have the actual videos. Okay, good. Um, this is a story about a woman in Miami. Shot, you know what? Just, why, why has nothing surprised me that happens here? Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. This is a story about a 30-year-old woman who posted this drama on TikTok and has gotten over 3 million views for it. Does it give her name? Um, no, it doesn't really give her name. She's from Miami. Shocking. Um, she made a stomach-churning realization earlier this month. When she came home, she was out. She obviously has a roommate. She returned home from visiting her family. She said she appeared to surprise her roommate, but didn't think anything was suspicious and headed to bed. She says, I woke up, I go to my bedside drawer, I open my drawer, and that is where I keep my vibrator, always. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Nobody's judging you. You got a vibrator, you got a vibrator. Good for you. She explained suddenly, it wasn't there. She said she couldn't believe that her trustworthy womanizer toy was missing. And it was always there. She said she tore her room apart trying to find it, but couldn't. After 45 minutes of looking, she decided to do something that she didn't think she'd have to do, but she did it anyway. She went into her roommate's room. Quote, I go to her bedside drawer, open it, and my vibrator's there. 
She convinced herself her own is simply misplaced. I think she must have the same brand and same color. Activating panic mode, she recalled frantically texting her friends and sister for advice. One of her gal pals reportedly told her to mark the vibrator with a dot of eyeliner and snap a photo. If that one was returned to her, then she would know for sure. She says she slipped away to a coffee shop when her roommate came home to give her a chance to return the vibrator. She claims when she later checked her own bedside drawer, the vibrator with a black dot of eyeliner was magically there. Quote, all I know is I don't feel safe anymore. Like, who am I living with? I just want to get out of here. In hysterics on the phone with her parents, Max was persuaded to send a text to her roommate who allegedly immediately denied the accusations and tried to pin it on one of her friends. I honestly feel sick at this point. Like, it's so fucking weird. Now not am I living with this weirdo who, who did that, but now she's lying. Curiosity got the best of Max. Would she smell it? Oh, God. No. Oh, wait. She Googled the roommate claiming to find a page of incriminating information about her family, including a photo of the woman stamped with the word liar. Uh, this lady packed up her belongings and moved out in a final text advising to never contact again. You frame me. I've been thinking about it, and you put my room because you wanted to break the lease early, the roommate said. I, 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 what am I missing here? This is the grossest thing ever. I mean, you, you, you don't share dildos with people. They're Eskimo sisters. Man, when these two are going at it at the same time, it must sound like a barbershop there. <laughs> Ooh, thank God she fucking caught it. Thank God she felt like rubbing one out. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you, can you imagine if she didn't find it out until like after? Like, like the next time she went out of town? And maybe she's gone out of town before. Maybe that's what grossed her out. Maybe she's used it since the last time she went out of town and her roommate did the old hoop to do to herself using her dildo. You gals don't share those things, right? You don't have like, you, you, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't like go, hey, have you tried this one out here? Try this one. I mean, you make res- recommendations, sure, but you don't like, you know, hand out your own. I mean, that's just nasty. That, that, that'd be like, guy, uh, look, here, I got to tell you all something. I don't understand these guys who, who got these pocket peas, pocket pussies, that, that what they're called? They're fleshlights. I don't get that. First of all, clean up, yuck. Second, <laughs> she sucked on it, said tasted fishy. Okay, first of all, and no guy would ever fucking share that. And by the way, if you're a guy and you ask to share somebody's fucking flashlight, you've got so many gross fucking issues, I don't even want to talk to you. 
dear Lord, does it have to be said? No, we don't share that shit. I, hey, I just, I'm asking. See, you don't assume because if you assume, I make an ass out of you and me. That's like a dude borrowing his friend's hand. I mean, fuck, you're not using my toothbrush, not my hairbrush, and for sure not my vibrator. I've shown one to other women because I wanted them to know about the greatest toy, but no, I'd never share it. Yeah, see, you, you, you would share it by telling them what it is, not by letting them insert it into their, you know, who nanny. By the way, by the way, I just got to ask this question. How fucked up do you have to be, like literally, to go into your roommate's room and decide that, hey, I'm going to rub one out with their dildo? What the fuck is wrong with you? Mm, Man, I'm feeling extra. Man, I'm, I'm feeling a little tingly. You know, I need to rub one out, and well, my vibrator's on the fritz. And instead of running down to the local sex shop, I think I'll just go to my roommate's room and use hers. They find out your flashlight is broke because it busted a nut. A lot is wrong with her. Oh, this gal, this gal is weird, and I mean... You can never tell anybody that, right? Uh, why, why, did you, uh, why did you leave your last residence? Well, my roommate claimed that I borrowed her dildo without letting her know, which I did. But I didn't think it was that big a deal because we're all pink inside. I mean, we can manually get the job done, too. I, I understand that. Does she not have one working hand? I, uh, hey, I, I read you the whole story. I'm just, I'm just freaked out that, that some gal did this. And by the way, hey, porno movies. Hey, hey, pornos. You, you, you got to stay. I, this was a complaint a long time ago. I don't, do they still do this shit? Where, where they're having a, a, a girl-girl scene, and one of the gals got a big old strap on or something. And then one girl starts to go down on the strap-on. Why are you going down on the strap-on? That's the stupidest shit we've ever seen. That ain't hot. You're, you're, you're sucking plastic. That, that's just dumb. That is so dumb. And see, that's why, they, I, they, look, 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 I will bust a hole in the whole lesbian idea. You still something, need something to fill that damn hole, don't you? Yeah, that's what I thought. Maybe she used it in her booty hole and gave it back to her with the stone brown on it. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, all right, ass family. That's going to do it for us today. I don't know if I can find any Hall of Famers like that one right there for tomorrow, but I am going to do my damn just because you guys deserve it. Um, that is going to do it for us today. Thanks to everybody who participated, all the comments, everything. Uh, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So tomorrow morning, we're going to start off with a big-time interview, uh, a fun interview, uh, very, very insightful, into two people who do not share politics or political ideas together, and we'll probably end up saving the world. I, I, I'm just going to tell you that's what's going to happen tomorrow. 
Um, I, I'm I, I'm going to save the world with my my friend who is a liberal. So there you go. So until then, uh, I hope that y'all have a great day and adios, everybody. Uh- champagne feeling no pain till early morning dining and dancing with every pretty girl I can find I'm having a fling with a pretty young thing till early morning knowing tomorrow I wake up with you on my mind Guilty conscience, I guess Though I must confess I never loved you much when you were mine So I'll keep drinking champagne Young thing till early morning Knowing tomorrow I'll wake up with you on my mind
Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.